Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. You know, like I heard someone say, busy's the new rich. Like, we can't call ourselves rich and important, so we just call ourselves busy now. And, that, and that's the new brag, you know? We're being wankers, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Constance Hall is often described as a controversial mummy blogger, which is as lazy as it is condescending and inadequate. Constance is a best-selling, self-published author. She's a successful businesswoman and entrepreneur. She's a mother of seven who somehow remains a sex goddess and she has 1.3 million Facebook followers. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. If there's anything controversial about Constance, it might be that she's completely honest all the time. So honestly, how does she calm her farm? Well, you know what? Corona's been awesome for me, which is how it sounds horrible because I, I travelled so much. And um, and what would happen when I travelled? Well, we sort of did it for productivity because all my company's in Melbourne. So we would have all the meetings and all that stuff face-to-face and get heaps more done. But um, what my business partner, who's much, you know, he's obviously the brains, um, just the creation. I create the stuff and he figures out how we're going to do it all. And um, he would bring me over to Melbourne because he wanted that productivity. But then he's even realised that I'm so much more productive now without the travelling. And it's funny, I've realised, I've had a realisation that, I think I always equated having to travel for work as success because don't forget I'm just a hairdresser not just hairdressers rock but I've been a hairdresser for you know 15 years so for me to have to fly somewhere because I live three hours from the airport so it's three hour drive three and a half hours 
then it's a four hour flight and then it's an hour to my meeting and then I'd come back or I'd stay the night in Melbourne and yeah I'd brag to everyone like oh I gotta go to Sydney do a podcast gotta go to Melbourne for this and I just feel like I really valued myself on it so I've realized that I am just as valuable here and traveling doesn't really equate to success you know like the really successful people wouldn't be this fucking busy so um then and then the productivity has just been so much better because I would be popping valiums to go to sleep because it's at a weird hour you know I'd be like drinking a lot I mean I painkillers whatever just because I was so fucked up from the logistics of getting the kids looked after the lack of sleep and then the sleeping at a random hour and then the driving and then fighting with dents and so like that would take me three days to regulate myself after the trip and now it's like every day I get up and I do my work and I do my work for the first half of the day with Melbourne and then you know it's I've got a system and I'm not a routine girl but I'm loving it you know, I'm loving being here. So that's sort of what I'm just building the business up now because I'm becoming really money orientated. I've never been money orientated before at all. And I've just gone, you know what? I have this opportunity now to earn money and I can do whatever I want with it. And we are not greedy people, me and my husband. We do not want jets and boats and, you know, anything like that. We want to build enough money so that we can donate as much as we can. And I also have a dream that I really want to, I've always had the dream, build a huge block, buy a huge block of land and have like a commune on it and have my home on it. And then all of my friends that can't afford holiday houses can actually build tiny houses on my property. And if they want to live there when they're older, like some of my single friends, they're like quintessentially single. They will never hook up with anyone. I just know. And so they can all come and live with me. And I'd like to do that. I'd like to do some women's refuge stuff. I just need resources and I need money to get there so yeah right now I'm focusing and I get and I'm working my passion you know because you meditate I fucking hate meditating because <laughs> I really struggle like Denim will sit out in our meditation corner thing and for hours and I'm just like he's like I'm just asking you to sit still for 10 minutes and I'm like <laughs> fuck that <laughs> but it, like I do like the idea of mindfulness because I think I, I get like when I go for a walk in the park yeah, I get like that feeling that most people talk about after meditating. I sort of feel like that one after I've gone for a walk in the forest and stuff. I had a spiritual boyfriend when I was young and his mum was a spiritual healer and she just like hated me and was always like making out like I was really spiritually inept and they were all too good for me and they were really rich and they had this like spiritual room with all these books and I was reading every single one of them trying to be enlightened because I was just like wanting to be spiritual like that. I know it was awful but um and then she took me to get for Easter presents she took me to get aura photos taken and um his was like all red and ugly and mine was like every colour under the sun and the guy who took it he hid the girl who took it she was like I better get Frank Frank and her husband comes down Frank's like jeez jeez I've never seen an aura like this before you bloody spiritual woman aren't you and I was just like and the mum got really angry and in the car on the way home the mum goes I've just got to get something out the reason that I won't say his name um, aura is so bad is because you've actually sucked all of his enlightenment out of him and now you're carrying that aura that was originally his and I was just like I was 17 and even I know that's a crock of shit. I have a good fucking aura and you can't stand it. But so I spent two years with him trying to become really spiritual. Didn't get anywhere. Went to Melbourne, moved in with like the gays, the hairdressing scene, partied, rooted men, laughed for days with my best friend and came back to Perth to see the family and to see old friends and including the ex-boyfriend. And I really felt like I had developed spiritually without even knowing 
yeah, and I was happy and I was confident with who I was and I felt intuitive and it was amazing that yeah, I had to stop trying really. Nothing good's going to come out of that. Some of us, are, I'm, you know, quite stubborn with my breaking point. So the universe does tend to throw some good ones at me until I find like that's why I had the twins because I just kept losing my baby weight and being the same woman. You know, I wasn't changing and surrendering to motherhood. So you just threw twins at me. Me and my husband separated and I was there with four kids under five and I was like, fine, I give up. And then I slowly had to rebuild. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.